Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Kalimera, Kalispera, wherever time you are watching, this is Mappai. It's our last review show because of the international break, but what a special guest we have. Hustle, welcome to the pod. I'm going to introduce our guest now because, you know, you've got a lot to say on this anyway when it comes to yep. the incidents. Anyway, it's a guy that is, uh, is I'd, I'd say he's more of a separate football fan than he was perhaps six or seven months ago, but... Um, he gave us a, a bit of a shout in World Soccer Magazine. It's uh, Alec McQuarrie. Alec, welcome to the pod, mate. Great to have you on. Oh, it's great to be on. No, I'm, I'm slowly getting to know the, the Super Football world. And the more I find out about it, the, the more crazy it seems to be. Um, and even the games this, this weekend seem a bit mad. Is this normal, these kind of results, these kind of red cards for, for Super uh, Football? Well, the, the results are kind of normal but if you looked at last week's results where we had a 4-3 a 5-5 a 3-3 that was a little bit strange but the red mm-hmm. cards especially in the derby yeah, it's, yeah. yeah yeah no I, I mean to to be fair there was a few more red cards than normal i mean you know vrionidis next week is going to have uh, vrionidis is the um sporting lawyer that hands out all the punishments but yeah he's going to have a busy week next week when he has to sit down and look at all the stuff that's happened disciplinary wise yeah yeah well the, the separate thing especially when it comes to video on this is like area 51 yeah. so you don't know exactly what's going on in there he just I, we we guess he just spins a wheel and whatever <laughs> it lands on that's the punishment so it is what Pretty it much. is it is what yeah. it is but thanks for for jumping on mate really appreciate it and uh fingers crossed you you enjoy this and we won't send you to sleep <laughs> <laughs> right boys and girls let's go with our highlights and the first game is ethnigo one othello one early early goal for ethnigo mr Ilya. who else he scored a hat trick last week he scored again but Othello, they went down to 10 men and Dia was sent off. Um, and that's where you thought it was curtains for them. But fortunately for them, they fought back and they got a draw. Thassol, did you watch this game in its entirety or did you watch? What, 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 do, you, what do you think? <laughs> I, I think negative, Captain. Yeah, there you go. Captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, is it... It was it, it it was an interesting game to watch the highlights for anyway because it looked like uh, it, it looked like there was a lot of stuff going on as, as well. You know, it, you'd expect Achnau and Othello. You wouldn't expect many fans to be in the stadium, but kind of like when you see the goals go in and it zooms in on the fans, you can you can see a couple of hundred people. So that's mm. that's pretty good for for that kind of game. But yeah, there you go. There's the red card. Uh, so. Uh, what do people think of that red card? 
Yeah, deserved, I reckon. I mean, he, he goes in studs up there. Um, I was surprised the referee didn't give it as a, as a red straight away. But no, it's a good decision from VAR. Yeah, yeah, to call him back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what, that's what it's there for, isn't it? I don't think he could complain about it either. Um, you know, get off the pitch. He <laughs> was, was stood around like, no, I didn't do anything. No, get off the pitch. It was a red card. But yeah, um, Ilya, he needed 27 seconds to carry on from last week when he scored the hat-trick. It's no yeah. wonder he's been picked for the, for the national team based on, based on his form. He's in a very rich, rate, uh, rich vein of form at the moment. Um, but saying that, between Taudul in Othellos's goal and just his continuous missing, he should have had he should have had a hat trick this game as well. Um, the other thing to add as well, just to Othello's goal is a comedy of errors by Achnas's defence. Do, do you like what I did there? Yes. Yeah, very awesome. very clever. Well, you're a bit of a smarty pants anyway. Yeah, so, so, you know, hire me for, for, your, for your writing needs. But yeah, <laughs> um, a red card count. So you had uh, Ndai, Ndiaye, Ndiaye? Yep. Ndiaye, Ndiaye, uh, got the red card. But as well, the Achna, uh, one of the Achna coaches uh, was also sent off. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll find uh... out what for next week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's the red card count at two for the pod so far. Some tally marks, there, Alec. <laughs> you run out of paper. <laughs> I was going to say because I've seen some of the red cards, and that that one, to be fair, was a red card. But uh, I mean, I'll, I'll have my say on the rest of them later. But yeah, I think there were some questionable mm-hmm. decisions in a couple of games this weekend. Oh yes, yes, and we're going to get onto them in just a moment because the next game is Anorthosi two Salamina two. They blew it unorthodoxy. Chico Banza gave them the lead before Guerrero continued his rich vein of form. Gacharis pulled one back, but Miguelito, in the 103rd minute, <laughs> leveled it up. It's amazing. You got to love it. But there was a goal disallowed uh, beforehand. Thasso, offside for you, mate. You happy with the Lions? Uh, oh, yeah. No, I'm very happy with the lines because you can see him. That's the main thing, isn't it? That's the, that's the main thing for me is uh, when they've, when they've, done, when they've uh, given offside decisions on VAR before and they show you the lines. Sometimes they put a green line down on a green background. There's some <laughs> stupid decisions on the VAR side, I think. But, yeah, no, that was offside. Uh, that second goal, that second goal... That second goal there for Guerrero, that's got to be. That's that's Melissa screwing up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, terrible goalkeeper. That. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, Gacharis gets the goal, gets the first goal for Salamina uh, to come back. This is a red card as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I I, there's no, there shouldn't be any complaints there. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, and here's the minute. Here's the goal in the 103rd minute. Um, just just a couple of things that wasn't noted in the highlights package because we were just looking at the goals. Is yep. that my man Waris came on <laughs> in the second half? Uh, so he came on, he hit uh... the post, and then lost control of the ball to set that now Salamina. Uh, <laughs> 
goal up. Oh, so on the that's way why to... you're not wearing the T-shirt today. Yeah, no, I was thinking, I'm going, shall I put it on? Because he's hit the post. That's probably as close as I'm going to get for him scoring a goal. But that uh, would have been the the right time to wear the worries going on T-shirt. Yeah, I know. I know, but nah. No, no, no. I'm You're right, keep... is impeccable, but your timing is turd. I'm no, sorry. no, 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 no. I'm waiting for the goal. I'm waiting oh, for the okay. goal. He's going to get the goal. So, yeah. Um... So we've got Gorea getting the red card, and we saw that. But the now Salamina assistant coach, Hector Gonzalez, also got a red card. <laughs> and that was in the 93rd minute. So we're on so four in total now, yeah? Yeah. Awesome two sure. games. Quite a ratio. Yeah. So <laughs> another thing as well is I, I, I counted how many times the frame of the goal was hit uh, in these games. And in the in this game, it got hit four times. So yeah, there could have been another four goals in it. This was one of the games of the weekend. I thought, looking just yeah. looking at the highlights, I didn't watch the the full match. But uh, like every time I, I, I saw a highlight, I was like, well, surely this is not going to be a, a real good chance. And then someone goes and hits the post. Um, but I thought an author says just from the highlights, at least, really threw it away. They were by far the better team. And how they let that slip, I don't know. But um, I think, I mean, the, even after the red card, they still had a, a few chances to, to bury the match. Um, so, yeah, no, no, kind of a terrible result for them, but a big smash and grab for, for Nea Salamis. Yeah. You know, this time last season, Anastasia were in dire straits. I think the head coach was sacked by this time, wasn't he? Uh, was he had it? five games, didn't he? He had five games. Yeah. Okay, apologies. Milanic, so, yeah. Near Milanic, yeah. So, they had the same model as most clubs in Cyprus, whereby you just bring in as many players as you possibly can and bloat the squad. And it just wasn't working. And this summer, they've had a massive clear out. They've brought in a shed load of players, but they seem to be working. And I've got to give credit to Gallejo, who came in as a relative unknown. And he seems to be working some wonders with this team. They don't have big names. Obviously, Gallejo is the, the, the big one at the club. But they don't have the punchins. They don't have various other players that you would expect to really push the club forward. It's almost as if they've done these under-the-radar signings with experience, because quite a few of these players played in La Liga or uh, La Liga dos. So, it's, or Segunda, as they call it. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. What do you make of him so far, Tasso? Yeah, no, I've been really impressed with Anastasis so far. I mean, like you said... Uh, the transfer window for them looked to be a little bit of a letdown because they hadn't signed any, you know, a Warda or a, or like a, a Punchin or, or, or you know, a, a name or something fancy. But they don't need something fancy. They, they've got, they, they've built a team. And you say that a lot of these players... Uh, got, they brought in a lot of players, but a lot of these players know each other because they've played against each other. They've been around each other as well. I think two or three of them have played for Burgos previously at the same time. So, uh, yeah, there's there's a few players that know each other from past. So maybe that's helped um, with, the, with the gelling of the team a little bit. Well, where do you see them finishing this season, both of you? Just out of interest. I... I predicted them sixth, but looking at uh, looking at how they're performing right now, if they continue 
the way they are. I mean, they haven't they haven't had uh, the sternest of tests yet, uh, but with the performances that they've got at the moment, I'd I'd push them a bit a bit further up, maybe like a fourth, something like that. I I just think they're a little bit unfortunate that the six teams that finished above them last season have improved. That's what I think. Anyway. Are you you're, you're frowning? You're frowning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bafos still, I think, still need a solid footing in defence. They're still, I think, a bit shaky in defence. But would you expect uh, to finish up above Arnofosi? If they, if they, can... wow, you're you're not even answering that straight. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Wow. Listen, if if they can, because Gyro, right, he dropped off a little bit in the uh, in the second phase of the championship, right? Because basically, yeah. the defenses of the teams around them uh, in, in that top six kind of could deal with him a bit better than say some of the other teams. So if they're able to keep Gyro on form. Then Bafos can have a really good season. So you you reckon that it de- just depends on Gyro? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that that's bold. There you go. Yeah, oh, that's bold, bold. bold prediction. Well, look, I, I'll be honest with you. The only club that I can say has regressed out of the top six from last season is probably Abolon, right? But look who they got in now, Milojevic. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to right. that anyway. Right. Okay. Okay. Ade, let's 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 move on. I hope that answered your question, Alec. <laughs> it has. It has. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Next game, Ayek beat Dogsa two 0 Even though I got the I got them at home, even though they were away. Apologies. They they went to uh, that's that little stadium. I'm not going to say the name. Um, so yeah, they beat them two 0 Perepons and Faraj giving them a victory back to winning ways, which kind of, it's kind of like a lifeline for Ultra, isn't it, Paso? Because I think I was saying last week that if they fail to get a victory at Boxer, I think that will be it from given the uh, dreaded votes of confidence he and Xavi Rocker were given midweek. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So if Ayak had lost this game, then it would have been curtains for for both of them uh i it started off a bit dodgy for them as well i mean the, the right at the beginning of the game uh Pirich makes a really really good save for this rocket of a shot and he diverts the ball onto the bar <laughs> there you go there's another one um so one of the reasons why i have fallen off a cliff is because uh Pirich, i don't know what happened to him after the uh, after the West Ham game, or it was actually the Garmiotis side game where he made he made one mistake in this in this non-entity of a game, and then mm. that seemed to have collapsed his confidence for some reason. We're starting to see a bit more what we would expect from Piric, so maybe there's a change of fortunes for the team just based off of that. Um, other players kind of chiming in as well, like Perepons. Uh, scores he scores a typical pair of Pons goal where he, he makes a darting run into the box, meets the ball with any part of his body uh, from across and it goes in 
Uh, so again, you know, uh, another player that was slightly quiet over the last two or three games has, has picked has, uh, picked himself up. Uh, Fransol is, I think, is a very solid signing for him. He's going to score some goals. Didn't like score. Him. Didn't like score uh, against Oxford. He hit the bar. Um, but yeah, Farage as well. His goal. Farage is going to be such an important player for him. Farage's goal, if you watch the... What do you mean he's uh, going to be? He is an important oh, player for him. <laughs> over the season, over the whole season, sorry. I, I meant I meant as a, as a whole. My goodness. He is an important player. He's going to carry on being an important player. There you go. How about that? Mm. Yeah. Um, because the angle he takes the shot at uh, for that goal he scored, the angle of it is... is in, it's like 80 degrees, 85 degrees. It's something crazy. Like his shot actually hits the side netting and never actually goes into the goal as such. It goes onto the goal, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So, yeah, um, it's it's very, very interesting times, I think. Ike. We're going to, they're, they're going to be one of those, they're going to be one of those roller coaster teams, I think, this season. On Farage's goal, he should have passed, really. I mean, how many times have you seen a player get in that position and he just blazes it wide or it just goes out for a throw-in or something? But to, to pull that off, I mean, fair play. Um, AK, is, is the manager under pressure because of, of what happened in Europe um, a couple of weeks ago? Yes and no. Um, basically, when they went out of Europe against West Ham last season, Following that, their run of form has been terrible. The only reason the only reason they finished third is because they had built up enough points over the season that even though there were there was uh, a bollon behind them, kind of on the on this massive run of form, the points gap was just too much for them to catch up, mm. uh, and and. Basically, their form continued into this season. So, for instance, a team of Ajax calibre should be beating Ethnigos instead of drawing five all with them. For instance, you know, it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's that kind of thing. Um, to, to to tell you the truth, I thought it was weird that he was still in a job after last season because Xavi Rocco has been very um, he he puts heads on the block. He puts no. He puts heads on the block as soon as yeah. there's a drop in form. He just right off you go. Next one in. Uh, he did the same with Iraola. Iraola, that's at Bournemouth, yeah. Yeah, he did the same with Catala. Um, Catala, who's now Sofroni. Yeah, with Avusti, who's at Omonia. He did the same with um, David Badia. Didn't have yeah. a bad set of games where he looked after the team. But they didn't think he was. He got, good he got them runners up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and Javi Rocker didn't think he was good enough. So, you know, th- there must be there, there there must be something that clicks within the management team that makes it work. But yeah, it's, it could be it, it, you know it could be a big uh, a big decision from from Javi Rocca. you know if 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 he keeps ultra and they end up winning something then you know all four that's what, that's what I, I think 
the boat was rocked after the Dnipro game before yeah. the first leg against West Ham when they played Agrida at home. And Agrida were fighting for relegation and Ike were fighting for the title. And he made, what, six, seven changes? And they drew and they needed a, a goal in the 85th minute to salvage a point at home. And that's when it kind of started, I think, anyway. And then obviously they got spanked against West Ham and then di didn't they lose to Upwell? Can't remember. I, I can't, can't remember, remember man. It, can't it, remember. It would, if we're talking about last season, it might as well be 14 years ago. It's yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> so true. But then there was the Pirich mistake against Garmio Dissa, yeah, where you'd expect him to save that, and he just palmed it straight to Duris, and it kind of snowballed that control. And then, okay, we had, we had a laugh about it, and, and Manuel Garcia kind of pulled us up, and he said, guys, you know, when we said that, they shouldn't have been celebrating after losing to West Ham because they were taking photographs in the dressing room. And he was saying, come on, you know, they might never ever get to play against a Premier League team. And we get it, but you've just been banged 6-0, man. <laughs> you know, it's not the time to be celebrating. But I think this summer, and Thassa, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they've taken the gamble with some of the signings that they've made. I believe, anyway, like Gadelari, who is a bit injury prone. Roberge, 36. 35, yeah. 36, are we talking? Um, they signed the winger, the Brazilian lad. What's his name? Um, uh, Clarice Samario. Oh, one. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I still don't know what to make of this team. If Look, if they yeah. click, then they could be dangerous. But, sorry to keep banging on about it, but they always score the same goals. Put the ball out wide, yeah. overload the box and just hop, smash it in there and let's see who gets on the end of it, basically. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think we should wait and see. Uh, it's it's a strange one. I, I mean, we're talking about a team that came third last season. They, they performed well the season before as well. Um, it's only three games in be completely you know we could be talking a completely ga uh, different game you know three games left they have made i mean this game happened and on the same day they announced two other signings as well so mm. you've got mark demers who's uh yes. who, who a dutch player who was at feignord mark demers De demers 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 was his was his brother's name shaka ah, i'm teasing you I see what you did there. Um, yeah, I'll move on from that. Um, cause just because, just because we, you know, we, we're trying to keep, we, we're Vamos. trying to keep go the on. time down. Go on, yeah. let's go, let's go. Um, uh, they also signed a player called Franco Tongia from Odense BK. Uh, this is on 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 the same day as the match as well. Uh, right winger, so I would suspect he's probably going to be on the study to Farage. I don't think he'll be a replacement. I don't think they're going to get rid of him now. No. I think it's a bit late now, unless unless somebody for like Ali uh, Ali Tihad or somebody comes in for him. Um, but yeah, uh, earlier in the week as well, they signed. There's some good player names in in Cyprus. They signed Alpha Diunku. Is that yeah, Alpha Diunku, uh, on loan from Granada. Um, all these players that they've brought in as well, they've been they're, they're nomads a little bit. They haven't stayed in one place for too long. 
So Al Fadiunka is 21 years old and he's already been in the Manchester City youth teams, RCD Mallorca, Barcelona B, uh, and they signed him on loan from Granada. Um, Franco Tonga was is 21 years old and he was at Odense, Odense BK, uh, but he was also at Juventus and Marseille uh, okay. beforehand. Yeah, Mark Demers has been to like eight or nine different Dutch teams and Hanover 96 in Germany. Uh, so, you know, they're signing a lot of players that seem to not like to hang around too much as well, which is which is an interesting one. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Nice. There you go. So, next game, blimey. Now, this one, um, I don't think Rosalind was very happy about this one. In fact, I shared a few voice notes at full time and he was apoplectic. That's the word I want to use. Buffer three, IL one. IL took the lead through Hendy, the missing man. He's arrived. Scored, uh, well, it wasn't a penalty. It was saved and then he put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, Bokai scored a lovely equaliser. Then Tasso's best mate, Jairo, made it 2-1 before Mustafa Nam made it 3-1 in the 89th minute. Penalty for you guys, gents, by the way. Mm, it's hard to tell. Um, it, it, like it goes by so quickly, and uh, I'm sure they've done a VAR check on it. But uh, I never trust that. that. <laughs> never exactly. trust that. <laughs> um, he does well to keep his composure here, though, and, and bang it in after the the penalty save, though. Yeah, I think if you're going to give if you're going to give the penalty for an elbow, it's a red card as well, isn't it? Oh, you think it's violent conduct? Because, so yeah, if if if. Yeah, so I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure that f- kind of fifty percent decision here fifty fifty percent decision there makes makes sense really because if you're gonna if you're gonna give the penalty and it's for an elbow, yeah, it's violent conduct as a red card. But, but if it's not, this goal, it's not a penalty. This goal. Well, why did this go to VAR? I don't understand. I think that... they were checking it for handball. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because um, they couldn't see whether the the um, Puffer player had, had handballed it before. Um, just on the elbow, though, I think if it's not deliberate, it can still be a foul, but it doesn't have to be violent conduct. I think I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but I've definitely seen elbows in the past where, you know, it's just been like a free kick and it's, it's been a yellow card. Um, but given that it was in the box, there could be an argument to say it was a red. Oh, yeah. well, if, if you watch the West's red card from Ayers' uh, game against Roxa, uh, you'll know the difference between that one and, and violent yeah. conduct because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you think it was Street Fighter, you thought it was yeah, Guy, yeah, yeah. Street Fighter, Sonic Boom. <laughs> I think, yeah, for, for, the, for, for the vest, that was such a weird decision on his end. But yeah, he, he gets his shirt pulled and he just goes... <laughs> it's 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 yeah unbelievable from him, but yeah, um, Henty is proving that you can be rubbish at set pieces yet still somehow score from him. He did the same last week. He had a free kick, the free kick deflected off someone's head in the wall, and that wrong-footed the goalkeeper. Uh, the goalkeeper still got his hand onto the ball, but because of the spin, it still ended up in 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 the back of the net. So here he's missed the penalty, but he still manages to get the goal because, like you said, he's got great composure. He was able to get the ball back and and slot it in. Very lucky um, with the deflection as well. I mean, for the keeper to palm it literally straight to him. I mean, mm. a meter either side, and he never gets that ball. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's but for a player who spent all of last season on loan at Abolon and barely had a look in, it's got to do wonders for his confidence, especially for for a striker, uh, because he he never got the chance at Abolon. So it's good to see him. It's good to see him perform. Um, yeah, it's for, for the Bokai goal. Um, it's great run. He's a great movement, great passing for the goal. Uh, but you kind of see the other defender, I think it's Tuka. He sort of gives up on trying to get hold of him to stop the run. He just yes. he just drops his arms and stops running. But He has um... been destroyed by Iron <laughs> fans already. And he's only played three games. Like they have ripped him to shreds. Poor Bokai. Yeah. Honestly, they're, they're ruthless out there. They don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, don't they care. Be. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bafos uh, worth every penny for the win. Uh, you know, the I think Aeli at the end only had three shots. So compared to what Bafos had, yeah. Bafos are, are an interesting team. Well, especially from an outsider's perspective, because um, I know that they and, and Aris have, have both had a large injection of um, foreign cash into their into their club and yet it's Aris who've got the success before Paphos have and it's Paphos who've been changing their managers like like changing clothes um, and I just wonder like even looking on transfer marks and, and seeing the, um, the the most valuable players that have moved about five of them are, are to Paphos this 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 transfer window I just wonder where, where, when is it going to come good when when a Paphos going to have a football team that that can go into Europe and that can challenge for the title like year in year out it's a difficult one because they, they do the same with sporting directors as well. So they chop and change them. And I'll never forget when Cameron Toshak was, was head coach. Cameron Toshak, you know, he was, he was at Leeds United recently, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, Bielsa, I think. I think. And they beat Abuel 1-0 with 10 men. And he sacked the next day. But from what I understand is because he was given a little memo to throw the game. And he obviously didn't get the memo. So they sacked him the next day. Right. So, again, it's, it's very difficult. And then you're hearing rumours that Buffer have given other another club a couple million. I'm not going to say which club. I'm not going to say which club. <laughs> Apparently, allegedly. There you go. So... Until they get their structure right, until they get their house in order, they're never going to be a success. Whereas with Ari, and again, this isn't me being, you know, this this ass licker for Ari, but the fact is they do everything on the on the quiet, from transfers to managerial changes. Even though they've only made one change since they got promoted, am I right? That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they look they Luka. got rid of Luka and brought. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and Chileski. brought in and just uh, it kept 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 with yeah. him. So, so everything is hush. Everything, literally everything. You don't hear rumours coming out of Ari in terms of players being unhappy or transfers, or even if a transfer is made, you don't get the full details as to how much it costs. They they're very private in everything that they do, and I think that's the best way to do it, especially in Cyprus. Because everyone talks, everyone talks. You can't, you can't keep a secret. I mean, there are things that Thassel and I know about our clubs that even the players don't know about or how they haven't found out yet because 
a lot of the players are foreign and they don't understand Greek or because we know, know certain people that tell us things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but with Buffer, again, they, they need to get their house in order. If they follow the Ari model instead of, instead of messing around on social media, getting, you know, a TV presenter to do all of their socials and make it all about them, then perhaps you can take them serious. But stop shaking your head. You know I'm right. No, I know you're right. right. It's just that no, you had to throw the dig in. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is, my friend. It is what it is. She's a nice girl, but I just think anyway, whatever. Sorry, I will not say any (laughs) more. Speaking of putting their house in order, and I've spoken about Baffles needing to improve their defense for quite a while now. Phil Jones is still available. Phil Jones is still available. And the transfer window in a lot of these bigger European leagues is closed. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen. All I'm saying, it's more likely now than it would have been, say, a week ago. So that's all I'm saying. That's all I, I just want more clearances off the floor with the head. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's all I'm saying. As much as he's a meme as well, he's a quality player. I mean, he's played at the highest level for Man United for, for, for how many years? Um, and to be honest, for him, as his career is winding down, like he's, he's not going to find a, a home at a big club where he's going to be starting every every single week in one of the top five leagues. I, I mean, listen, I would love a, a career in Cyprus. Yeah, um, Alec, I don't think any Cypriot team would take me, but um, they'd put, certainly take Phil Jones. Yeah, Alec, just sign, just sign a three-year deal. <laughs> they, they might release you after six months and you get paid up. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. There you go. I'm so, <laughs> a good agent. Don't worry, I'll sort you out. I'll sort you out. <laughs> so, stuff. right, let, let's let's move on to the final game of the highlights package. Um, Abolon beat Garmio de Sub 1-0. Thanks to God from Valbuena. Buffer, uh, sorry, Buffer. I see, that's what I'm calling you Buffer from now on. Um, got my phone on the mind. Thasso, are you surprised with the 1 0 victory? Are you I surprised? Just, I mean, who would have thought it? They got the win. It's amazing. We had I'm, no I'm information shocked. on this game previous to it happening at all. I, I, and listen, it's not as if these two have got history. No, you know, it's it, I, I'm, I'm shocked. It, it, yeah. For me, it was a surprise, especially given how well Garmiodis have played against Omonia and. How bad Abolon have been recently, and for Garniotis yeah. to not score a goal, and for I, I, for me it was a shock. For no, me, it, it was, was a shock. It, shock. it was it was a complete shock. As uh, I mean, what you what what can you say? What can you say? Well, I mean, it's not as it's not as if we were told a couple of days before the game that they would win. No one told us anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean. I mean, you didn't tell me anything. No, I, I, no. <laughs> I know nothing. I not speak English. <laughs> the thing um, is, I mean, whatever, because I'm in the complete dark with whatever you two know up there. Um, but we don't know anything. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we don't know nothing. We don't you know nothing. Clear. You made that very clear. Um, but you still got to you still got to win the match. Someone's still got to put the ball in the back of the net. And Valbuena's free kick, to be fair to him, it wasn't the best free kick of the weekend. I will say that, but it was a very good free kick um, and worthy of winning. It was. No matter how um, the the result was meant to go or whatever. Yeah, Faso, is, is he a, is he an Apollon player now on his social media? He is. He is ah. following that following that goal. He now he has now changed his bio. 
to be an Abolon player instead of an Olympiacos player. So that's that's good for him. And I need to also mention, though, I mean, you know, we were joking around there for a little bit, but I need, I need to mention Joey Suk. I've got to pronounce his surname correctly because if you don't, there's some issues. Joey Suk hit the bar with a, with a header. And it was a pretty good bit of skill as well. It was, it, it, he's a good player. He he does not suck. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was coming. I knew it. <laughs> oh my goodness! My goodness! No, because he scored. He scored that. He scored that wonderful that wonderful goal uh, last week yes. as well. With the, yes, he did. With, it, it was so good that. Um... Kulibali didn't play at the weekend. <laughs> he, he, sent him, he sent him for some bits of Swablagia at the bottom of the road. Oh, Jesus, that was... <laughs> he took him that way, Kulibali went down there, bring some Tanama as well. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. But yeah, Thasso, um, Milojevic has got the uh, Abolon job after Andoni was sacked, which again was, mm-hmm. came as a surprise to us because Andoni really did a good job the back in the last season. Uh, galvanize that team but look say what you want about Milojevic I think he's a very very good coach he's he's going to play boring football <laughs> let's get mm-hmm. it right he's going to play boring football but at this rate do you think Abolon fans care if they're winning every game 1-0 no no I don't think they care at all as long as they win the games mm. properly as well as long as they win the games properly um the the thing about Milojevic, at least from last season at Abuel, was that there were a few players that had um, a lot of injuries occur to them. Whether or not that's because of the training regime Milojevic put in place, or uh, they'd already they'd already had big injury history, or or whatever was going on, something wasn't working there. Now Abolon. I've signed a few players who also have an injury history. I just that Krimincek, whatever his name yeah. is. He, yeah. he, he, he's, he's, he was out for a long, long time with uh, with his injury. That's that's a major one that I can think of off the top of my off the top of my head. So it's if he can if he if he keeps the players fit uh, and. He, Gets a system in place to to eke out those one nil wins like he did uh, when he was Abuel manager. Then, you know, Abolon are going to have a good season. I still think that they're missing the goal scorer, uh, but I sound like a broken record saying that every week. I'll let somebody else <laughs> talk about it. Well, is, is Pitas such a such a big miss for? for yeah. Pitas? Yeah, yeah, but it's not just Pitas. They got rid of Jovanovic as well in goal, hmm. uh, who's, who's now a, a partisan, and they, 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 you know, he's he's played what six games, hmm. and he's he's already he's, he's already like a mainstay of the team now. You know, he's been saving penalties for them. He's been he's been fantastic. Um, Abolon. They've they've signed uh, Leuvenberg. I don't think he's got the same kind of presence that Jovanovic had. I mean, I keep going back to the game I was at last season, where uh, Abolon scored the second goal, and chairs were raining down on like on his goal, and it was like nothing was happening. It's it was just 
you just stood there waiting wait for the Abuel fans to uh, to finish uh, venting their frustrations. I got out of there before he did. <laughs> Is that the, the famous 3-2 at the back end of last season? Yep. Is that where... Yeah, with Warda doing his old, yeah. that old whole business and the mask and all that rubbish. But yeah. You were there, were you? Yeah. Oh, wow. That must have been quite an atmosphere. It, it was. It was the... The stadium is fantastic. Mm. Uh, the way that it, I think they've done something with the acoustics there as well, because it's so loud. Yeah, it's so loud. You know, it's only ten thousand, uh, ten thousand and something seats. Well, it's meant to be fifteen thousand, so I guess the space for the five thousand seats kind of. <laughs> yeah, they they sorted the the acoustics out with it because it's <laughs> it's the noise coming out of the stadium when it's full is something else. The only problem with that stadium is how how hard it is to get to it. I mean, it, there's no public transport that runs there. There's no, obviously, there's no trains. Don't start him off. I was walking around Limassol for a good four, four or five hours trying to trying to just rent a bike. I just wanted to rent a bike, and so I could cycle up there to the stadium. And no one would rent me a bike. People would sell me a bike, but no one would rent me a bike. It was it was horrible. I had to get a lift. I had to meet a, an Aris Limassol fan. You kind of gave me a lift uh, to the stadium. But that, I mean, that's the biggest problem, isn't it? I feel for that yeah. stadium. The rest of it's fine. It's perfect. Like, it's, it's a state of the art. Like you say, the acoustics are amazing. And even when it's half full, it, it sounds it sounds like a like a cathedral. No, it's, it's, it's a great stadium. Just where it is, is the issue, I think. Alec, what? you know how you've seen the old cartoons with uh, Wiley Coyote and he's got, a, you know, a picture of Roadrunner on his wall. He's throwing darts at it. Yeah. Well, Thassa was doing that to the blueprints of the uh, roads around. <laughs> I, the I, I can't do. They they opened it in December, and they oh, finished God. the roads in May. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I mean, I went. I went, and it was still uh, like around it. I went, and it was still a building site around it. Anyway, uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's just, it's gonna, it's gonna give me an aneurysm if I keep talking about it. So let's let's, let's move on to something else. Wake right. up in a cold sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, right. Uh, Antosh has gone on loan to Garmiodissa. Hey, there we go. So uh, yeah. Uh, more more deals between those two teams, um, and then I kind of I just wanted to take a little bit of a diversion. So mm-hmm. a match happened uh, at lunchtime today in Slovenia, and the Apollon ladies uh, won their first match in the Champions League qualifiers nine zero, nine as in the number zero. Uh, so they dominated and they could have been more as well um was, there was an absolute rocket of a shot in the 84th minute bounced off the bar and then the rebound header also ended up hitting the bar and then bouncing out so you know there's two more there's there's two more hitting the bar there but yeah uh, uh, they they absolutely dominated if if abolon season goes to crap Abolon fans have got a team to support at least. Get behind the ladies, man. There's, uh, they've got uh, an Indian international. They've got, uh, they've got so many good players as well. The, the, and it's a very young team as well. And they seem to be doing the business. Get behind them. Well, fair play, fair play. I know that in in Greece as well, they're they're starting to. 
to really promote the the women's football too. And I know uh, Aris Limassol, they they invented a women's team as well. Is this something in Cyprus that I, I know all over Europe the, the women's um, sport and women's football is is getting promoted a lot? Is that is that something you yeah. see as well in Cyprus? Yeah, yeah I mean, it, there's been a league since the nineties. Uh, uh, but it, it it was amateur for a long time. Uh, they tried. I think they're trying now to make it professional. I don't think it's quite there. Abolon uh, ladies, I think, are professional. Uh, the um, their captain Christina. I can't remember her surname. I'm so sorry, <laughs> uh, but uh, she's actually the representative for Cyprus. In general, at the FIFA uh, Pro Council. Uh, so yeah, she's she's doing. Recently uh, appointed she, as well, yeah. Yeah, she's doing a lot of stuff <clears throat> for women's football in Cyprus at the moment. She's also the national team captain. But as with a lot of uh, injury, a lot of women players, uh, kind of across Europe. She ended up getting a ligament injury towards the end of last season, so she's still recovering from it—an ACL uh, issue. And that's—I've seen that be a problem a lot in women's football. And she's where she's trying to raise a lot of awareness about that as well. So you know, there's there's there's, there's a whole. It's. I think we need to get behind our Bolon fans. Have got another team to get behind anyway. Well, you know, Amoni have got. Uh, a women's team and they got to the cup final last season and lost to Abolon. Um, Selena Bovelef, German midfielder, she joined not last, was it last summer or the summer before? So last summer actually. And uh, she's doing well for herself. In fact, I think she's been looked at by a few clubs in, in the UK. So the, there is potential there. Um, and to Armonia's credit, the, the women's team is kind of being run better than the men's. If you want to talk about the lack of drama um, and stupidness that goes on behind the scenes, they're, they're steady. But it's improving. I don't, I don't think his lot have got a women's team. Um, but then again, a lot of his lot's fans are pretty, you women go to the kitchen. I'm joking. Yeah. Don't come at me. I'm joking. Don't want any more death Get threats. Him. Crying Get out him. loud. Get him. Get him. Mm. Get him. <laughs> if they do, I'm coming after you first, my guy. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to the two games that we have full highlights of. And the first one, Ari, they went to Salamina, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they went to yep. Salamina and they beat Ayers 5 0. Babika gave them the lead. Stepinski made it two. Spoljaric made it three before half time. Chumansky. 4-0 and Montenor 5-0 for Addis. Gentlemen, it, it should have been more. You know when we were talking about Omonia, should have scored 10 against Salamina. Well, this is exactly the same sort of thing. Could have been 12. No, absolutely. I mean, this team have been playing football for for a long, long time now. And they've they just... That, that This is without Cochrane as well, who they've just signed. Or re-signed, I should say. But they've been playing yeah. football since like mid-July. Like competitive football as well. When yeah. was the Super Cup against... Ammonia, that was uh, like 21st July, something like that. Yeah. They've played 10 competitive matches already this season. Um, that's including all of the European qualifications and things. So I don't think it's surprising to see them, you know, purring like a well-oiled machine. Um, and, and yeah, the only thing about this match is they should have scored more. Um, they, they've kept hold of, I think, 
almost all of their players who were who were firing last season, and they've added um, a, a couple more as well. They've added a left back, I think, Jurosovic. I think Iago was a bit suspect in one of the um, Champions League qualifiers against Rakov. Um, and they've also added, have they added a striker as well, a, a Belarusian? Am I right in saying that? Uh, Shumansky was, yeah. is, Shumansky is 18 years old. He was signed last season on the quiet uh, and he's just been brought into the team now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he, I think he scored this, this game as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, I mean, th- this is a, a comedy of errors. This is ridiculous, this, <laughs> this phase of play right here. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, we've seen so many phases so far and it, it should be like, what, already 3-0, 4-0? And that's a great finish right there. Um, he knows exactly where the bottom corner is. Um, yeah, I, I think Aris are, are looking very strong this season. I don't know what, what um, both of your predictions were for, for champions this year, but I think Aris are, are surely well up there for favourites. No, I had them coming first again, and this was before they made the Cochrane signing. And it's just because the players they've signed to augment what they've already got there uh, is uh, is amazing. The only thing that is going to hold them back, uh, and again, it's uh, it's central defenders. Mm. Um, I mean, talk about uh, the the Doxa game is Brawson uh, was a little bit suspect. He didn't have the best game. But uh, with the defenders that they've got at the moment, they're very good at getting the ball forward and attacking. and They play a high line. But the defending side of things, uh, they're, they're a bit suspect. Um, you know, a better quality uh, team than Ayers. All respect to Ayers, but they're not... They're, they're not going to be challenging Aris. But um, or a, better, a better team would have capitalised on that Van Alves mistake. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, forward line without Kokorian is already insane as well. Like they started the game with Stepinski, Babika and Bengtsson and mm. they finished it with Montnor, Gomis and Schumanski. Uh, Mayambella didn't even get on the pitch. So, you know, that kind of tells you... But he's played a lot of football, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I think yeah, he's been yeah. an ever-present this yeah. season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because normally the forward line would have been uh, Bambika, Mayambella and Gomis. Uh, but they had the flexibility to not have to do that. Uh, as well, in this game, they played Spoljaric, which they haven't been uh, involving too much. The... They've been they've been uh, recycling through the yeah, the fullbacks finish, as well. Great finish. That's the young lad, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Like you're always taught to put it across the goalkeeper, but to squeeze it into the near post there is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, and uh, you know he scored a really good goal uh, last week as well after he came off the bench. So um, yeah, they 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 they're getting him ready. I think uh, with Cochrane uh, coming in. You know, I, I mean, def- defense, defense-wise, uh, rest all of the teams might as well just pack the bags. Do, do you know, what, mate? I'm going to sit my neck out. I think this lad is going to be a, a a big departure in a couple of seasons. You know, Schmanski. maybe going to a, yeah, maybe yeah. going to I don't know Belgium or somewhere like that because he's got these attributes and he's 
he's not uh he's not built like a brick shit house but you can tell that he once he starts hitting the gym he's going to fill out and he's going to be he's going to be dangerous i mean look at the finishing as well i mean <laughs> says it all really the, the confidence he's got yeah yeah no he's he's, he's a fantastic player or it looks for from the glimpses that we've seen of him so far but yeah i mean like, look at that pass oh, oh no sorry oh you got sorry. rid of it but yeah well, at least we sorry. saw the pass sorry <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. But, yeah, but the but last clip, I thought it went in. I thought it went through the goalkeeper, but it didn't. <laughs> it went straight at him. <clears throat> yeah, I, I look, a great pass, great vision for Gomez. And then Montnor. Montnor is another one to keep an eye on as well. I, I really oh, like. Sure. I really like uh, the way he plays. It reminds me of Semedo, but uh, he can finish as well. So. Nah, nah, he's nah, nah. Come on, come on, come on! Don't, don't, don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this because he he's going to be better than Semedo. Right. Right, yeah, he's he's going to be better than Semedo, man. He's he, he he's is. a cracking player, cracking he player. Is. He um, is. But to, uh, th that right back, Sané, he's going to be. Notice, yeah, he was getting forward a lot. But the thing is, defensively, I think it's the same with most of Ari's back line. Boyaki was is, is brilliant, you know, but. All right, I don't want to say too much about Bilal because I've, I love the, the player. I think he's fantastic. And I'm pretty certain that um, his replacement, uh, Urosovic, is going to be a, a good player for them. But I still think the mistakes that they're making defensively, all right, we didn't see any against Ayers, obviously. But some of the mistakes, especially in the game against Ayek, they were lucky to get away with it. And they were lucky to get away with some against Doxa. So... That's what they need to, to to shore up. But again, I think it just depends on the opponent because if they're playing against your Monia, your Aboil, they're going to be more compact with the midfield. We're going to see Morgan Brown doing defensive work, you know, all the other players as well. So I think it just their system depends clearly on the opponent. If it's a team that they know is cannon fodder, they're just going to go all out. But at home, or should I say against the bigger clubs, they're going to go more more defensive and I'm sure we're going to mention the, the the Europa League group stage as well that's well yes exactly yeah uh well I yep yeah, yeah so they have the Europa League confirmed uh they've got um I thought I wrote down the teams but not I have wrote down the teams it's good it's good <laughs> now I, I was like oh, I can't believe I didn't do the research on the teams but I have but the title in the in the notes for that bit is Morgan Brown Dinks Aries into Europa League because we've got to mention Morgan Brown and his little like little flick over the goalkeeper to finish the goal scoring against uh, uh, against Slovan Bratislava. I need to cut you off there because that morning we released our pod from last week and we were saying yeah. you need to score a banger, mate. And he messaged us saying it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Moments later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Is beautiful um but yes so because of uh, their performances in that game against Slovan Bratislava uh they're now in the Europa League group stages I, I think the draw could have been meaner to them but they still have to pay, play Real Betis Rangers and Sparta Prague personally I think third place is very achieved achievable it depends which Sparta Prague decides to show up because sometimes Sparta Prague are a very roller coaster in Europe. Sometimes they show up and they're fantastic, and sometimes they're absolute. Insert expletive here. Um, I, 
think second place would be very, very difficult and requires some luck. But either way, you know, get that country coefficient up, lads. Come on. Come on. Well, they're the only team in, in European competitions this season from Cyprus, right? And, and yeah. that's a change from last, last year. Where you had was it three in the in the Europa and, and Conference leagues? Yeah, Apollo, Nomoni, and uh, Ike. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, the the draw it could have been better to be honest. I mean, you could have had like um, I don't know, Sheriff Tiraspol in there, um, but at least they didn't get a draw like uh, Ike Athens did with Marseille, um, Ajax, and Brighton. I mean, Jesus, that's a group of death if I've ever seen one. But um, I, I, I'm looking at. Like Rangers, Real Betis, and Sparta Prague. I mean, Rangers have got some nice days out, you've got to say, going down to Seville, going down to Prague and, and coming over to Cyprus. Um, I just wonder, I'm always wary about UK teams or kind of Northern Europe-based teams going to places like Cyprus and Greece, especially if they play them early. I don't know the fixtures just yet when the, um, uh, the, the home leg is, but if they're coming in maybe September, October, then... It could it could be pretty hot in uh, in Cyprus by that point, and UK teams do tend to struggle. I mean, look at any time in uh, an England uh, like the England national team is in uh, a World Cup Euro, uh, Euros where the weather's so hot, it does have an effect. Um, that's the only way I, I can see them beating Rangers. Real Betis, that's ah, a tough game, isn't it? But to be fair, I mean they they look very good against Bratislava, Slovan Bratislava. Um, by far the best team over the two legs. Um, and uh, the, the, the second leg especially, I know it was at home, but to, to show kind of the ruthlessness and just to keep on going and keep on going. A lot of teams, especially in Aris's position where they've never made a European group stage before, could have just sat back when they got that one goal advantage. But they didn't. They kept on, exactly like we saw in the highlights just now. Kept on going, kept on running at them, and, and eventually they won comfortably. So... No, it's going to be a big, um, a big journey for them, a big adventure, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see how they get on. Yeah, I think the first game against Rangers is the fifth of October, and the second game is on the thirtieth of November at Ibrox. Mm. But I think it's going to be great for the club, clearly, because you know Rangers come into town, loads of fans, loads of expats as well in in Cyprus, and then you're going to get fans of other clubs wanting to go to see. Glasgow Rangers. So from a financial perspective, it will be great for Ari. And I'm pretty sure a lot of fans will get behind them as well. Although I'll be interested to see if they're going to have a fan card for the away fans, because <laughs> that will be an admin nightmare, nightmare for Cyprus, for, the, for, the, for whoever, Goa. It's going to be yeah. a nightmare for them. So mm. yeah, anyway, anyway, but good luck to them. I hope they do well. And hopefully we'll get to Ibrox. What do you reckon, Thassel? Do you want to get on the plane? Get the Eurostar oh. and then get the Eurostar. Oh, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Well, we'll speak to them. Let's see if we can get tickets. Get Alec as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, well, have a word. I'll get in we'll the press room. Don't worry. I'll get some complimentary tickets for us, uh, all three of us, I'm sure. I've got some work colleagues, though. Uh, their their offices are in are in Edinburgh anyway, so I could, uh, could see if I can bunk up or something. <laughs> Happy days. Happy days. Oh, yeah. All right, oh, yeah. speaking but... of happy days, speaking of happy days, shall I do it? Go on. Come on, it's the derby. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, man, I had thanks. to do it. Yeah. I had to do it. You know, they keep talking about, I keep saying it's thrillophobia. Armonia is scared of Abuel, but it wasn't thrillophobia. Well, it was for me after five minutes when Abuel had a penalty and 
Ephraim, the guy that used to play for us, that decided to go to Abu, not for money or anything, um, took the penalty He's and he put it bitter, wide. Huh? He's still bitter about that. <laughs> Listen, so I'm, long ago. I, I still had go, hair when Ephraim signed for us. Well, ask Spurs fans <laughs> what they feel about Sol Campbell. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, it's a similar sort of thing as well, oh. even though Ephraim probably had more success than Sol Campbell domestically. Anyway, but I'm not going to go into this, but he missed the penalty. And then... We took the lead from a lovely well-worked free kick. Training ground routine. Gagul Lee puts it in the back of the net for 1-0. Bashiru gets sent off. And then this is where it gets uh, messy. But I'm just going to talk about the goals first because um, we went 2-0 up thanks to a goal from... Who scored the second goal, Thas? What do you want to tell us? No. No, I don't. You can't remember. It was Simic scored his first goal for the club. (laughs) But Ephraim got his customary goal against us. Happy days yep. for him. But, but everything just ended up turning to part of my language, turning to shit. And it's just because of this referee who decided to send off, send off four players. And I don't want to dissect every single incident. But, gents, is this a red card for you, the, the Bashu mm. red card? No, that's never a red. He doesn't mean to do it at all. You can you can see, like, when a player's leg is already there, there to be stamped on, and you see someone, like, look at the leg, look at your foot, and then go in for it, he's just going for the ball there. You, you can see the, the Apoel player, he, he just makes a movement towards the ball with his leg at the last minute, just there, and mm. he, he like, accidentally treads on him. It's never a red card in a million years. But the problem is, once you have sent off a player, and it is a bit dodgy, you do feel like evening things up a bit a bit later on, which I think you'll see. Yes. That's all? Uh, Mamma mia, it's a spicy meatball. <laughs> yeah, no, the ref came out firing cards as if it's Valentine's Day and he fancies everyone, really. It was just like, a, <laughs> here's a card for you. You get a card. You get a card. You get it. Everybody get the card. But yeah, um, I'm it's gonna about defending I, for that goal, by the way. I'm gonna. I, this is this is this is. I've got, a, I've got like a whole speech prepared. I'm gonna try and not go off. I'm getting the cigar out, mate. Because... Getting the cigar out. Come on. So I'm gonna start with the team selection, right? I don't know what <laughs> Sapinta has against playing defenders, right? He had a, he played two right backs, a left back, Slenderman, and Dvali in defence. Like I got no idea what the hell his plan was, right? Um, his, his substitutions during the game were absolute uh, balls to the wall crazy. Like I got no idea where he was coming up with some of his decisions. It was it, it was it was nuts. Like he basically handed the game to him one hour with his decisions. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. No, 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 no. It's fine. By the way, let's just enjoy this free kick because yeah, what a free it's, kick it's, that is! It's a fantastic free kick. It's a consolation, and it's I, consolation. I don't care, man. Ephraim is just set pieces is normally Ephraim's thing, uh, and uh, I don't know what happened with the penalty, but yeah, uh, no, normally, ah, uh, fucking Dalcio, man, put your hands down, put your hands down, um, right, um. I don't think there's many arguments for the penalty to start. I'm going to start from the beginning. I uh, don't think there's many arguments for the penalty. Uh, Militic brings down a frame. Even if it's light, you shouldn't be sticking your arm out like but that. But he wasn't given for that. The penalty. He wasn't, wasn't given for that, yeah. It was given for the foul by Fabiano and Domane. The referee didn't give a penalty for the Militic one. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Fabiano's taken out uh, Domane. 
That's what he's giving it for. Okay. Um, Cards coming out. As I'm a bit of Chebac, I've got things to say about this. Oh, for crying out just because he blocked you on Twitter, mate. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It, it's like he preemptively blocked me on Twitter because he knew he was going to have a shocker of a game. Um, full disclosure, you've never actually tweeted him. <laughs> no, no. I've, so I've how tweeted, did he... <laughs> I've tweeted about him being rubbish. And I think that's why he's blocked me. He searched it's, his it's, name. Yeah, he searched his name. So this guy doesn't oh, no. like me. Right, block him. But yeah, um, the free kick for... Uh, Gagulli's goal, well worked. Uh, great, it was great movement, great finish for him. But there's there's a screenshot that I've put in the notes that I want you to put up afterwards. But Tomane is yelling at someone to watch Gagulli's and pointing to him, and uh, Hefte Vital or whatever his name is, uh, is like uh, just just uh, looking in the opposite direction. Uh, and then Gagulis goes on the run, uh, and uh, yeah, it just left him left him to it. Um, Bashiru red card. I say I'm saying he's late to the tackle. Now the only reason he's got the red is because again, it's it's not necessarily studs up, but he's showing studs and he's caught the player. I agree, it's probably not a red, but that's the reason I think it's been given. Um, Dalcio. Is at fault for Simic's goal. If Kostandinov was there, he was injured. If, if Kostandinov was there, he probably would have cut Simic off or at least tried to run with him. Instead, Dalcio has got his arms up in the air being like, nobody told me Simic was coming. Uh, tell me where he's coming from. Uh, and then he's got his arms up. He still has his arms up when he's blocked the, uh, when, when he's blocked the pass and he gets the second yellow card that gets sent off. Absolute bell end there as well um uh, he brings right he's got Sachao on the bench who's got experience in these games he, he he's been at the club for so long he could bring him on and instead he brings Voxa legend Fawaz Abdullahi instead right And the, all he does during the whole game, you see Abdullahi is just going. In all the highlights, it's it's just, I it, Chibak, absolute waster, right? You you spoken oh about him being like you know he gets forward very well. At some some points he's he's the furthest player afield. He's almost into a centre forward position. Play him centre forward. Get him away from that defence. You can't defend for shit. Simic is a red card. I mean, we went past it a while ago. It wasn't Simic a red. A, it was a red. It, it was it a red. What's his arm no doing? Red. What's his arm doing on the back of uh, of uh, Marquinhos's head? Malaga, he's done this. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done, done this, this and somehow wrapped his hand around the guy's head. Yeah, the, the guy went down holding the front of his face. It, well, yeah, he made a meal of it, but still. The question isn't, be... is it a red or not? The question is whether it's a yellow or not. Because it was a second yellow, wasn't it? So It was a second, no, it was, a, it, it was. Never. Never. <laughs> I was confused because I thought initially when I was watching the highlights, I thought he'd given a foul the other way. I thought he'd given it to Ramonia. 
That's, and then looking at the replay, I thought when I first saw it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not sure any of them were reds. If I'm honest, I, I can't remember the um, the Chabak. No, one, the, the the Chabak one was two yellows. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> two yellows in the space of three well. minutes. <laughs> yeah. And Dalcio was two yellows as well. Yeah, but, one of them was a was a handball. But the thing is, yeah. like the, the the highlights don't show the the first yellows; they only show yeah. the second yellows. So yeah. again, Dalcio got Dalcio got booked first time because he was talking, he was having a go at one of the Omonia players, and he's kind of barged into him yeah. off the ball, and the Omonia player's gone down, <laughs> and the referee's gone, "Oh, yellow card!" <laughs> yeah. He killed the game. I'm sorry, but, he killed the yeah, game. Yeah, he, he did. He, the referee was absolutely. I, I, I think. And now, now the bl- blood pressure has gone down. I could, I could feel the vein here, but it, uh, it's the referee. Uh, the only thing I can see happened was the referee probably looked up the rivalry beforehand and thought, "Okay, I need to, I need to be harsh quickly," uh, and it just it went away from him. It just mm-hmm. went away from him, uh, but. The way that Sapinto set up this team, he set them up to lose from the start. Um, looking at the bench as well, um, kind of the finances, the, the financial issues that Abuela having. When you look at the bench that Abuela had, a few of those players, you kind of look at them and go, who's that? Who, who's that? Uh, you know, there, there's... In theory, it's good news as well because you could use players like Garamanolis, Gavril, Sachas, Theodoro. Theodoro came on, uh, but Gavril had such a good season last season, and instead he brings on Fetfatsidis, who I'm still waiting for him. A lot of people got on me on Twitter about me saying like, "Why we signed this has been." He's not done anything for me yet to prove to me that he's a player worth starting at the club. He's, he's not done anything, like, at all. Um, but, yeah, waste of a game, man. Waste of a game. Yeah, no, you're, you're right in that the referee wanted to, to kill the game. Um, I think that's exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to, you know, stamp his authority on it very early on. But exactly as you say, once you've given out one yellow card, then you've got to show consistency and give it out for every time you see a tackle like that. And so, like, you just lose control of the, the whole match in that way. The only, like, respect I can pay him is that at least he, he made the numbers even and that by the end it was a nine versus nine. Um, I thought the, yeah. the defending for both of uh, Ammonia's goals was horrific, by the way. I don't know what the... Um, I, 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 forgive me, I don't know the player's name, but um, uh, when Simic comes in, comes steaming in from about, what, 20 yards away? And you've got two Applewell defenders there who were both able to clear the ball before Simic does. None of them are aware that Simic is coming in at all. Um, and then for the first goal, the free kick, I mean, you've got to say it's a, a fantastic finish. Um, he's not even looking at the goal, he, he, but he knows exactly where the corner is. Um, and I'm led to believe that this man is is banging form as well. And, and that finish certainly showed it. So, um, uh, I, I mean, given everything that happened in the game, I'm kind of, I'm tempted to say that it was a deserved 2-1 two, uh, to Ammonia. Yeah, it, was, it, was um, deserved, it was a deserved win. So, yeah, that's my, that's my take on it anyway. This is what Thussel was talking about. 
There's Tomane saying, look at Gagulli, and the guy who's supposed to be marking him is looking in the complete opposite direction. <laughs> well, there's two players on the right-hand side looking down. One's looking away. I don't know what they were looking at, to be honest. Even Gusolo was looking down. What did they see? A, a rat? I, I don't know. There's something on the floor, obviously. But yeah, um, Hefte Vital there, he's, he's there because he's got the pace as well to keep up with yeah. a player like Akulis. And he's, ju he's just fallen asleep. Uh, again, um, I keep going back to, you know, Crespo's injured and his replacement for Crespo is uh, what's his name? Pavlovich Petrovic. Petrovic. I keep getting Petrovic, it wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, thirty-four-year-old defensive midfielder who looks like Slenderman. Like he's six foot seven, seven foot nine, or whatever he is, and everything on him is long. Like everything, like he, he 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 just looks long. Shut up! <laughs> I didn't mean that. But yeah, it's just uh, the, the the I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I think Sapinto. Uh, I, I said it when they hired him. I don't think Sapinto was the right choice. Well, how long has he got then? Because you know, before we start recording, we we're talking about him going back to Portugal during the inter during the international break, and there are other coaches that have stayed behind to work on. Their players, I mean, even okay, Omoni, we've got a friendly tomorrow against Map. So they, they're utilizing what they can in terms of boosting fitness for players. Wouldn't it have been better for him to stay behind and, and work on some of the youngsters, perhaps, that haven't been called yeah. up? Or what, what's happened there? You know, it, it, we could be just making something out of nothing, but it just seems a bit weird for me. No, it is weird. It's weird. It's weird. You're in the middle of the season regardless of its international break or not the players that um players that haven't been called up to international duty but are internationals would request permission from the coach to go to their home country right mm. right otherwise you go to training as normal so because sapinto is not there nuno morais is going to be taking training is he going to be going to the players oh yeah no problem you can go back to portugal brazil uh, georgia well no kvilitaia is on international duty so it doesn't matter but yeah well goalkeeper uh, belich was he from slovakia slovenia yeah somewhere around there so you know it where you'd want you'd want these players to be in training to make sure that they're up to scratch when the international uh, period is finished. I don't know. It's I don't know. Gone by January, you reckon? If if he lasts until January, I'd be I'd be shocked. Well, look, let's get it right, and this isn't me taking the piss, but European group stages was the primary aim for this yep. season, as it was last season. Yep. And while Milojevic took you guys as far as... Far as... Yeah, Milojevic wasn't in charge when the no. European... No, yeah. no. It was Sofroni, wasn't it? Yeah. And he so... didn't get it. And look look what happened to him. Yep. And it wouldn't be the first time you guys have sat the a manager after a short stint. They, I remember, was it Thomas Dole was there for literally a cup of coffee? 
<laughs> yeah. Karinga Britson, Mick McCarthy. Yeah. I don't think you guys have learned your lessons, but then again, it's the same with most Cypriot clubs. Look at Kadmi Odisha. But they've still got one guy and it's, it's three games in, they haven't sacked him. So he's yeah, he seems to be safe for now. Yeah. But yeah, it's <clears throat> it's it's not gonna be a good time for us, I don't think. Alec, I need to ask you this question as someone that's completely <clears throat> non-biased when it comes to this situation. I find it amusing that his club is financially ruined. But then when you look at it objectively and you think, how has a club that was so successful in Europe, for a Cypriot club, they were very, very successful in Europe. And you're thinking about the amount of money that they had in the bank. They were reported, was it, how much did they say that you guys had in the bank at the time? 100 million, something close to that? Something, something astronomical. Like, I mean, I yeah. mean, you know, with the quarterfinals of the Champions League, it's mm. it's it makes you super rich. It's not just a little bit. It's, yeah. Especially with the budget we were working to at the time as well. It's it's uh, astronomical. The the rise. So you go from happened. that to minus forty, forty five. Is that minus sixty? Sixty. With with, well, with with all the liability now as well, because like a, a few months ago, I read it was only thirty four or something like that. No, so that's the no, that's the loans. Ah, so you got your like you got all the liabilities in in that minus sixty, okay, including including all the other whatever else is included in liabilities, but yeah, it's 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 at minus sixty. It's not good. Well, I think you've 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 said the answer to the to the question in your questions, though. It's it's Europe. That's the the, the big thing. Because once you get kind of fat on the money of Europe, especially if you're getting into the Champions League, where you're getting it's not like chump change. It's like thirty, forty million just for getting to the group stages. Um, it's a ridiculous amount of money. But once you've you're kind of used to that, it's a bit like a heroin addict. I think um, is that once you're kind of on that, once you're addicted to that, you've you've already signed players for for three years on three-year contracts. What happens if you don't get into Europe next season? It's exactly the same thing what happens in the, the, the Championship when teams uh, have got the parachute payments from the Premier League and they say, oh, we'll be back in, you know, next season we'll be back. So we don't need to worry. We, we can spend the money now. We'll spend the money now, um, gamble on all these players. And when it doesn't come off, these clubs are ruined. I mean, you look at what happened to Sunderland a, a few years ago. It's exactly the same thing. If you're if you're expecting an income every single season, and then suddenly it's just not there anymore, that's obviously going to lead to debts and loans because you're continuing to to kind of chase that high. So you take out more loans to try and like cover the shortfall, and then when results don't pick up, and and when you don't get into Europe, the the problem with leagues. Well, the, the biggest issue for, for clubs in leagues like the Cypriot division, like the Greek Super League, like any of the, the outside the top 15, is that you're never guaranteed. There's no one club that is ever guaranteed this European money in the Champions League or even just Europa League football or Europa Conference League. So it means that your, your, your whole season hinges on the first, what, like two, three weeks when players have just come back from summer holidays. And if you don't get that right, if you haven't got the players in, um, on time, like to, to, to go and train and, and get your transfers in, get um, a manager sorted out if you haven't got one already, then you're just pissing away the, the, the whole season and your whole like raison d'etre is to make money, right? Um, and to, to give your fans like some European football. And if you don't get that, then I mean, the rest of the season is, is kind of trying to count your losses, I think. Okay, with that, Alec, I'm going to let you know as well that. 
fucking mushroom man, as we like to call him, Mani Daras, mm-hmm. wants to build a new stadium. You've got one. Uh, well, no, but the, the but the stadium is owned by the uh, Cypriot oh. Athletics Association, and they rent it from them. Now they want to build a new stadium for themselves at a discounted and, rate, by the way. A, yeah, exactly. Because the board members are Aboel fans, allegedly. But where, like, where is he finding this money from? Hmm. Where is he going to find this money to build this stadium? Now, Stella's sent me some some inside information, which I don't think I don't think even with the inside handshakes and everything else that money that I normally get up to, I don't think he's going to be able to do that because he's got no money. Like, what's he what's he going to put down as a deposit? What's he going to put down as a deposit? There's there's nothing there. He can't get a loan big enough to build the stadium the size he wants to build. Are there any worries about FFP in that case? Well. (laughs) Well. Can of worms. For your information, you know how Manchester United got fined a load of money Mm -hmm. uh, towards the end of last season because of FFP? Mm -hmm. Aboel did as well. Commensurate to how much each club earns. So they didn't get hit with the same fine, but they got hit with the same percentage. Mm. Fine. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, Abuel didn't pay their players. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, allegedly, don't come after me. Um, but uh, didn't pay their players for part of last season as well. Mm. There's also transfers and agents fees that they haven't paid, which they've actually been brought up on by uh, UEFA as well as part of the FFP. So they've been fined twice now. So if they if they get a third infraction, then regardless of whatever position they come in next season, they probably won't get Europe. Mm. That's the thing. That's the one one corporation that you don't want to be pissing off is the the corporation that can give you the money that can help you out of the situation. Exactly. And uh, for some reason, uh, the people in charge of Abuel think that they can get away or they keep getting away with what they're getting away with at the moment. Um, well, they can in Cyprus. And, and this yep. is the thing. This isn't me trying to be funny or anything. It, it's, it's normal for Cyprus, if that makes sense. And they've got this mentality where it's, well, we're so small that no one will notice anything. But believe me, there are a lot of eyes... And it's solely because there are many, many agents that have clients that are players in Cyprus who have bigger clients elsewhere. I'm not going to mention any names, but there are some agents, one in particular has got clients at Serie A clubs. And if his clients in Cyprus, whether it be at Abuel or Omonia, and they're not getting paid on time, he's going to make a bit of noise. But Mm -hmm. this little bit of noise that he's making is little in Italy, but for Cyprus, it's huge. So they're playing a very dangerous game. In fact, I think we're playing a dangerous game just talking about it, in all fairness, because from what we've heard, there have been other podcasts that have been threatened, allegedly. Um, but yeah, at the but same we, time, we don't like, know. We're just making... This is, yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're just saying... Out, yeah. 
Well, saying allegedly, because these, these are the things that we heard. Because as we were saying, Cyprus Paramithia is all stories, you know. Stories mm-hmm. so, from the coffee shop, you know. But at the same time, you're thinking, well, it's Cyprus, so there's no smoke without fire. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. But what can you do? This is Cyprus. This is Mappa. There you go. There you go. And with that, I think we should conclude that and move on to other stuff. Yes. Yes. Shall we um, talk about our favourite pantomime villain? Uh, we can do. We before can I, do. Before we start talking about him, I've got a little intro video. Can I play it? Of course. Let's oh, go. This is a surprise for me. And that's the intro of our division. <laughs> <laughs> That works as a good theme tune, I think. I, I quite like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a very, uh, very, I... very, very, very old song. And he got into the studio and he sang it. He actually sang it word for word. I was impressed. I was impressed. He's in Greece it... for, yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I kept thinking that, that has to be, that has to be like AI. Somebody's done AI on no, that. No, he produced it. it he he actually it. produced it. You see him in the studio playing with the buttons. Like, yeah, he's... Yeah, he's, he's, he's the next Timberland. Can, can you listen to that on Spotify? Is that available? It, it's on YouTube. Right. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I, I really hope we don't have to play that again. I'm doing I'm, it every time I'm, we talk about him. Be I'm, careful. I'm, I'm tired. I'm just tired of talking about him. Is I, I'm hoping somebody signs him so we can just get rid of him. I mean, you know, it gets rid of half our content, but just... just uh. Respect right. me. Respect me. Ah, oh, God. Oh. Oh, Habibi, Habibi, respect me. <laughs> so, uh, I have to... Um, I put out an article this week discussing Warda, just the the phenom that is Amar Warda in, in general. Um and I had to rush the article out because some other stuff came out. Anyway, um, I'll uh, I'll go through my notes. So last week, a source we won't say who it was provided us with some information regarding Amarvada's jet-setting requirements, and provided us with what could be the reason that his contract with Raja Casablanca was cancelled. Not only had he gone missing for two days after a video of him came out canoodling mm. with a mystery woman in a club. But in addition to that, he couldn't get a private jet booked for his dog from Lanaga to Morocco because the flights were too expensive. Uh, I didn't put this in the article, but apparently he couldn't afford 32,000. He could only afford 26. That was the big issue. Um, Now, we sat on this information for a week while we waited for the dust to settle down and a transfer to be confirmed for WADA. But instead, yesterday, as we're recording this, news broke after an interview from the Esteglal president came out where he revealed that WADA contacted the president out of the blue. Like, he didn't, the, the president from the Iranian club didn't know the number and was like, hello? Um, and Varda basically talked himself into signing for Esteglal. 
at the same time that he was he signed the pre-agreement with Doxa to get a private jet for his dog to Tehran. So I'll go to Tehran if you book the private jet for my dog to Tehran as well. Um, the Estegal president uh, negotiated a reduction in Varta's salary to pay for the private jet for the dog. But the Estegal president didn't know that Varta had already had some kind of pre-agreement with Garavida Avoxa. So <laughs> Estegal not only had to pay for the private jet to go to Tehran for the dog, but they also had to pay off Doxa for all the expenses that they put in place for the private jets to get Varda back to Cyprus. So Varda gets to Cyprus, then gets deported to Egypt. So Esteglal have paid, paid Doxa 150,000 euros for nothing. Like zero, nothing, because the player can't leave Egypt now. Um, now, on top of that, I think the president of Esteglau is going to get into trouble because this is this is based off of hearsay on on our Discord on our Discord chat. But somebody on the Discord chat informed that Esteglau are not able to take part in the Asian Champions League because of their debts, something to do with their FFP for the Asian Champions League. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works. But yeah, on top of that, the Zamalek link for Amrovada from last week seems to have been put in the bin. They're not interested in him anymore. Whereas now it's come out that the club he started with in Alexandria is willing to take him on instead. To be continued. My goodness. My goodness. What what I'm wondering in all of this is where is the dog? Where like is the dog still in Cyprus? I really hope the dog is in Egypt. He's still on the plane. He's still on the plane. He's like, I'm getting better service here than I'm at home. Fuck these, I'm staying here. <laughs> well, that's what I don't understand is booking a, a private jet for your dog. Does that mean you take the dog yourself or do you get someone else no, 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 to no. take the dog? So, so originally, when he wanted to book the private jet, he was already in Casablanca. So he wanted to book the private jet yeah. from Larnaca to, Casa, to Casablanca just for the dog. Now, the dog was going to go with somebody who also wanted to go to Casablanca. Yeah. So it wasn't just going to be a dog. The dog and the pilot. The dog, the dog yeah. <laughs> Refreshments, sir? <laughs> you know, I don't think... Sorry, ma'am, because I think it's a female dog. <laughs> Refreshments, madam? Anyway. Um, the, the issue that came from trying to get the dog to Casablanca it took two weeks to sort out from from the information that we received and it didn't get sort, sorted out in the end because the uh, value that Warda wanted to pay 
would have meant a smaller plane and a smaller plane would have needed to refuel twice from Cyprus to get to Casablanca. So they would have had to fly to Italy, then France and then Morocco. That is some trip for the dog, man. Ah, oh, man, he's seen the sights. The dog has seen the sights. Lassie is like, what am I going wrong? It's I mean, take a boat at this point. Like, all of this messing about with private jets, surely you can, like, charter a yacht for less than that and get a, get a dog on board there somehow. Uh, but either way, he was trying to barter as well. Mm. The, pr- the price, he was given a price. And then he was told, no, I can't do that price. I can do a 20%. Yeah, I can do 20% less. And then I can do 20% less now and then give you the rest after. Cash. Uh, yeah, cash. Cash Habibi. But yeah, it's, 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 uh, it, 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 it doesn't end. It does I'm not end. I'm just interested to know, like... In, in Casablanca, did he have an account, a bank account, or did he just have six grand? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Random, I, just six grand. Line about. Yeah, he just has, <clears throat> in his wallet, he just has six grand on him all the time, just in case. Look, the guy is, is, is a liability. He's an utter liability. And, you know, the, the warning signs have always been there. Now, your article is brilliant, Thasso, and there's loads more that could have gone in there that we obviously cannot divulge. Uh, yeah, I, but, I, I could only use stuff yeah. that uh, there's... That has evidence, yeah. <laughs> concrete evidence. Yeah. Uh, but there are things that we've been told by former teammates, players that he's played against about his antics. Again, I don't want to repeat it, but honestly, where th- this situation with a dog is comedy, but the other stuff is yeah. this is, you know, there's a player that's left Man United um, and he's been accused of doing certain things. Now, Varda hasn't done anything to that extent, don't get me wrong, but the premise is like, Come on, bro. There's something wrong. But again, we don't want to say too much. It's such a shame much. as well because he, you can see, you can see that he's, a he's, he's he's such a good he's a player. player. He's such a good player. He's such a shit house as well when he's playing. But he's such a good player. Uh, doesn't like Abuel for for love or money. Does not like Abuel. Where did that hatred even come from? Because I, I can't remember. Was I, it? I got no idea where it came from. All I, I keep I keep going back to uh, Vilidaya celebrated scoring a goal against Anorthosi and he did his eagle celebration, you know, when mm. he flaps the wings. And then Warta just picked that up and started going in front of the Abuel fans. So they chucked some water balls at him and, uh, uh, and uh, that went on. And the thing is, the the guy, he, he's done some very very bizarre things. I remember the the semi final against Omonia when we knocked them out. He was doing a lap of honor, but it wasn't at Anorthosis ground. It was at the Gazibi in front of all the Omonia fans. And he's like, "I love Omonia, Habibi." Taking photographs with fans, weird. Yeah, it's absolutely weird. Can, can you imagine? I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, just give you a, a, an example. I don't know, Anthony at Man United walking around the Etihad 
just applauding the fans and then taking photographs with, you know, club officials at Man City. It's bizarre. It's absolutely weird. Who was doing this? It's crazy. It's... And I was saying, do not go near this guy because he's, he's, he's a danger. He's a weapon. <laughs> he is a weapon. <laughs> but he's great entertainment and he keeps us going for a bit longer yeah. than usual. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to touch on? Because I think there's the internationals. Shall we the, discuss the Let's go to the internationals. Let's go to the internationals. Okay. Uh, right. You know, Gets buyer, yeah. He's made some choices. He's he's, he's starting to win us over with his uh, forward uh, selections, I guess. Yeah. Whether but... or not he plays more than one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if 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 he has if he has the balls that I, I think he has, then he should be playing a front three with Soderio, Bitas, and Gagulis, and just whack that Scotland defense against those three. Yeah. Because Sodirio is uh, Sodirio is performing well in Japan at the moment as well. Okay. So if you play, if 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 he stays fit, every time he gets called up, he seems to get an injury. But if if he stays fit throughout this international break, then I think he needs to play front three of Bitaskagulis and Sodirio. Well, here's the thing. First of all, how many <clears throat> how many unorthodoxy players has he called up this time? In theory, only three. Right. So it's Antonio, Ioannou, and Gorea. But <laughs> he's also uh... called two other players that were at Anorthosis last season. So that's Antonio. Well, I, don't I don't count. I don't count. That's Antoniadis, who's like 47 now or whatever. <laughs> and Christophe, who's 69. Oh. It's, I, I don't understand why, why, <clears throat> the, the, you know, that those two places could have been brought, you know, could have been picked by somebody else. Uh, Ioanno pulled out. Uh, in the in the I bit in the defenders, and he's replaced him with Bileas. So Bileas is only like a second thought as well, which is absolutely insane. And we all know, right? We're saying front three, uh, you know, try and attack. He's going to line up with five at the back and two defensive central midfielders again, isn't he? That's what he's going to do. The the question is, who will be the centre backs from the central midfielders? Well. Yeah, Gogit, if, 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 if I see Gogits playing in central <clears throat> defence again, I'd say I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my shirt off and kick some fucking hoardings. Mate, it's gonna be Garo, Robege, and Gogits as the three centre backs. I I do not play Gogits in centre back. He's a defensive um, midfielder. He's gonna he's gonna do it. I'm telling you. It's... He's he's gonna do it. His life I, is I, not not fair. Is he in there? You know, he is in there. He's there. But uh, he's... I don't know. I don't think he likes him. In fact, last last game Lifey's played, he still played Gogit in central defence and played Lifey's in defensive midfield. Yeah. Thank you. That's the face I was was looking for. (laughs) Was it Georgia or was it Malta? It was Georgia. Georgia. Right. Right. Yeah, but look, he's he's got Hambos Kiriago from Abolon, Kusulo. I, I don't blame him for putting him there. Gastanos is always going to be selected because he plays in Italy. Hambos uh, of Omonia, who is probably the best out of 
that I, I believe anyway. I don't know about you, Thasso, but I think Humboy is, is is better at the best one out of all of them, the, the central midfielders. Anyway, it's my opinion. Uh, which Humboy are you talking about? Omonia is Humboy. Nah, man. What? Uh, wrong, wrong Humboy. <laughs> nah, don't be silly. I'm not having this. I'm not having no, this. No, no. I'm not having Humble, this. Abolon's humble is, is, be, is better. No, 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 no. Objectively, no, no, I'm no. being objective. No, 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 no. Uh, Did Moses humble started uh, against Apoel? Yeah. Uh, he came off the bench. He came Ooh. off the bench. He came off the bench when Bashiru got sent off. But uh, Abolon's uh, humble start as well. Yeah, he's captain of Abolon. Ah, well, yeah, but what happened last season... He only came in when Andone. No, he it was the, the guy before. No, he the came in before. when Andone came. He came back into the team when Andone was. Yeah, and right. Abolon's form went. I wasn't just because of him. All right, he scored a couple of worldies, but come on, you, come on, come humble, on, humble is a very good player, man. You can't. My humble is gonna. My humble is gonna be. Your humble doesn't league. even start for your team. Because he's played so many games for us recently. We're talking about here. <laughs> like, how many games has he played already this season? How many games did he played last season? Come on, uh, let's not do this. Let's not do this. Let's not, let's do, not this. do this. This is what okay. gets Bayer wants. He wants us to argue between ourselves. Okay, if, that, if that's the case then. His shit formation that he's going to If do. that's the case, right, let's, let's, let's throw another one in here because Alec is going to be interested with this one. If he goes five at the back, which we're guessing he's going to do, and he's going to go, what, two holding midfielders? Yeah. Right? Like well, who's, who, who's going to play up top? Because you mentioned the three, and you said that if he put... Well, what about John Is? You can't not pick John Is. Uh, he's only got... Yeah, but like you're saying, he's only, you've only got that one space in that, uh, in that attack. In that attack is right. So, for me... It would be Bittas. With? Oh, we're, we're, we're putting two up front, are we? Well, you uh, tell me. You tell me what he's going to do. Well, I don't know. Do you have I a mean, clue what I, he's doing? Me, or I know what he's going to do. He's going to play five at the back, two holding midfielders. The wing, right. the, 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 the <clears> fullbacks, they're going to be fullbacks. They're not going to be wingbacks. Because he's going to play Andoniadi on the right-hand side, and he can't run for shit. Oh. And and he's going to try and do everything not to play Bileas on the left. Uh, Why does he not like Bileas? What, what's all that about? I I have no idea. I have no idea. He he, just, he didn't like him at Anorthosi. He didn't like him. At... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Bileas moves from Anorthosi, and then he ends up being this brilliant player. For me, that looks like gets buyers the problem. Mm. Yeah. But. It's he, he has he has a formation. He has his favorite play. It's a bit like Gareth Southgate. Yeah, he's got his favorites. Loyalty, all of that. Yeah. Right? Except except the 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 thing with Southgate at least is they're a normal age for a footballer. Mm. Dimitris Histofi is like thirty seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's only thirty five uh, this month. And Doniadis is thirty four, I think. Um, 33, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know, I don't know. I just, I, I, f I think, uh, I don't know. Well, surely Pedas and Gagouli up front, no? Well, that, that would be my decision because Gagouli is on fire at the yeah. moment, 
And Bitas is okay. Didn't have the best game last game, but he's got four in six in Sweden. Yeah. Right now, so you know he's he's, he's having a good time of it himself as well. Um, yeah. Robert seems to score goals whenever he's playing for Gibro. So, yeah. uh, um, well, at least we know for definite Mal is in goal. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Is, you can't you can't not play him, especially with what he's doing at Servet at the moment. He's getting like man of the matches all the time. Uh, he's 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 been he's had been a fantastic season so far. So he has to start. Has he been a, a recent addition then? To has he switched nationalities? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he qualified last season, towards the end of last season, mm. uh, because he'd been in the country for five years. Oh, is that what it takes? Yes. Ooh, I might book a flight to to Larnaca. Uh, yeah, stay and... stay for five years, and there you go. Uh, but you, you're going to have to make friends with Getspaye if you're still managing the team, though. That's <laughs> Well, hopefully Morgan Brown will get his citizenship as well. Because yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like waiting for that announcement. How long has he been at Aris for? Five years. Is he? Five years, yeah. Yeah, he was. He he was there before, uh, before any of this, uh, any of this investment came. Revolution. In. Yeah, mm. he's been there since the beginning. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Go back, going back to the the um, international matches, what what do you expect? Um, <laughs> I know it's a stupid question, but yeah, uh... um, I kind of at the beginning I thought, um, especially since we drew Spain, and we've got a Gogits and we've got Spoljaritz, uh and we've also got Ocas in the Fulham Academy. I thought, you know, bring these players in. It'll be, uh, it'll be just interesting to see if they do as well as their dads did last time we played <clears> Spain <throat> in the group stage. We beat them three-two, you know. And Louis Enrique was on the pitch. Really? So yeah. So I was like, Louis Enrique, if he stays manager, and these these guys come through, as Basically, he's gonna have flashbacks. Yeah, Psychology. It's going to be like PTSD. It's just going to freeze, and then you know it's going to be a four-nil win to Cyprus. But I don't know. Uh, I was expecting. I was expecting a lot more from Getzbaya, uh, and it just and like he keeps saying, you know, we need to have fans in the stadium. Yeah, but you're not doing anything to enthuse these fans. You're not doing. You know. Nah, well, we we saw a decent we we, we saw a decent first half against Scotland, so a decent first half, but then afterwards it was just. And what what I'm worried about is that something similar is going to happen against Scotland at the weekend, where they play well for maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, and then Scotland score one, then it's two, then it's three, then it's four, then they're going to go to Spain and get absolutely mullered, mullered. But what can you do? And there's going to be another inquiry and there's going to be more questions about grassroots and why aren't you looking at British-based players? But, you know, again, same nonsense. Same nonsense. We've got players scoring goals in League One, but, you know, we, yeah. we, don't, want to, we don't want to touch them. because. But, not... but, no, 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 but, but even, right, the under-21s, I looked at the under-21s. Mm. Right? Where's Gosti? 
Atletico Madrid. I don't know. Yeah, but where is he? He's not. He's know. not been called up. Where's... He's injured. I don't know. I don't know. I, I tell you the truth. I don't care. Just get him in the team anyway. He he is better with one leg than most of the players in the under twenty ones with two. But I yeah, he's injured, it's... Mate, no. It's 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 scary times. There's so much potential in this team, and it's being wasted, being wasted. Well, it is. Like when Scotland come to come to Cyprus, like I said with Rangers, they might they might think it's a holiday, and then you know not turn up on the day. Well, yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping John McGinn just sits at the beach with a giant bowl of chips <laughs> and just uh, and forgets there's a game on and doesn't show up. Well, it will also, be quite hot also, out there, to be Also, it will keep him fresh for Villa as well. So True. Very true. Uh, McTominay hasn't played for much for United, so he's going to be ready to go, isn't he? Well, get, get him a plate of chips as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, incidentally, but incidentally, the Cypriot FA have announced that they're giving away free tickets to the Scotland game for fans, Cypriot fans, that are non-smokers. Because it's a new incentive that the the FA and some health organisations have decided that you know we're trying to go smoke free in the stadiums, and if you're a non-smoker, then you get free tickets. Uh, well, how do you even prove that? Like non-smokers, we don't have like you know cards to you know ID cards that say on it non-smoker. Like that's not how, how is anyone going to prove that? Smoke your finger. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> health certificate. Uh, uh, <laughs> if they got people to like give off their the kind of health information, their documents from like years ago, um, <laughs> uh, it's, that's such a bizarre announcement. Where did you hear that? That's crazy. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. It was yeah. this afternoon, was it, or was it before? Yeah, some, yesterday. Yesterday. No, today or today. Uh, yeah, today. It's well intentioned, <laughs> but at, like at the heart of it, it's a stupid idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Plus, you want to be making money anyway. Like, why aren't you? There are other ways to get fans into the stadium. The, I'm telling you now, there's going to be more Scotland fans in the stadium than Cyprus fans. Oh, for sure, for sure, hundred percent. And the thing is, the allocation probably for Scotland is only it'll only be what one thousand. They'll just have the one Gerkida at the Ayak Arena. Now. There are ways Scotland fans can get tickets that aren't for Scotland. However, we will not be divulging it here. <laughs> hmm. Serious. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. But there, there is one more other thing, because I know we've done almost two hours. There is one more other thing. Um, the Cypriot FA have also agreed the deal with Alfa Mega, the supermarkets. So they now have a nice sponsorship deal with them. Some half expecting more Ayel, Abolon and Aris players, separate ones, to be called up further down the line. I'm expecting it. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm kind of expecting it. I mean, how many... Yeah, Aris have got Brown. Oh, okay. well, yeah, yeah, but Aris, Aris have got Morgan Brown, yeah. But yeah. if you know, talk about Ayel, for example... Yeah, I you know, have got. Well, I mean, to be fair, I have got a lot of play, a lot of youth players breaking through to the first team at the moment. There could be some really good players in there. We don't know. 
Bubba Foddy might get a game. Magri. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah, Magri? Flipping, if, 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 if Sodiril Sodir gets into the team, Ruslev is, is going to lose his shit. <laughs> he's going to absolutely lose it. I've got voice notes, man, from the weekend. You weren't happy with him either, but again, I'm not going <laughs> to... Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. Well, that's been another episode of This Is My Part. Alec, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's quite late. But uh, thank you for no, no, thanks for having me. No, if you ever need a guest again, just let me know. For sure, for sure. And just for the benefit of our listeners, where can they find you across social media? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that question. I don't even have my uh, my hand already. Um, Twitter <laughs> mainly. Oh, well, only on Twitter. Uh, don't add me on Instagram or, or Facebook. Um, it don't is add me. <laughs> a underscore Macquarie M C Q U A W R I E, um, and that's it. Yeah, mainly talking about Greek football. Bit of Cypriot football here and there uh, when I find the chance, and a bit of Liverpool as well thrown in for for good measure. But yeah, was it you do the Anfield rap? Is that right? I was there. I was there doing a bit of um, a bit of experience. I, I did a couple of articles for them. I sat in on um, a few podcasts. I did a couple podcasts as well. Um, yeah, good lads up at the Anfield rap. I've been listening to them for for a good decade now. But but yeah, uh, no, that was good fun. Excellent, excellent. That's all. Uh, Twitter's X, Instagram. All, all that business it's always the same at flares gaffes gaffes flares whatever 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 you want to put there just make sure it's flares and gaffes that are that, that are in there um yeah we've got we've got the this is mapa discord we've got this is mapa facebook group we've got the this is mapa twitter instagram all that business we've got we've got all of them um uh and just be nice to each other, man. <laughs> just be nice. Yeah, and don't block any more referees' cars. That's another thing that yeah, we're going to discuss. Yeah, there you go. There you Maybe go. That we'll yeah, just say that for next week because we might find more information about that. But yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. Just be nice to right. one another, even if you're an Omonia fan. You know, let's be, be, be nice <laughs> to Omonia fans as well. They're human. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, mate. You are treading a fine line. <laughs> anyway. That's it for another edition. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Congratulations to our friend Giovanni Constantino for getting the Ayanna by head coach role. Oh, blimey, the, the, the lower leagues haven't started yet, and it's going to be a tasty second division with Punchin at Bayer. You've got Olympiagos with their new signings, Map with their new agreement with Omonia. That is going to be one hell of a league, and that's not even mentioning Paralimni with their new Italian head coach. And Agrida, who are strong again. So, yeah, I think we'll have to do more features on second division football. So, until next time, boys and girls, adios. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com code program.